Hey guys, welcome to the Old Dogs Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Joe. I'm here again with Coach Anthony. Hey, hey. And we have a special guest with us here today. Um, uh, we've had him on the show before. Um, we got a fantastic amount of um, questions and emails concerning his area of specialty, and that is owner and operator of Revital Health Clinics, Brandon Sweat. Thanks for coming on, Brandon. Yeah, thanks for having me again. Yeah, let me adjust that, that there for okay. you. There you go. All right. Sorry. <laughs> um, man, uh, how, how are things going? I mean, we briefly talked about it beforehand. I know COVID's probably affected everybody, but how, how's it been business-wise for you? It's been going in the right direction. Um, a little slower than we'd hoped for with COVID, but um, you know, since I, I was telling you, since end of May, things have been picking up. Going in the right direction, so you know, every month seeing more people, so that's uh, that's positive. Okay, cool, cool. Um, you know, it, it, it amazes me. <laughs> a lot of the emails that we got pertaining to, to uh, hormone replacement, or you like to say hormone optimization. Yeah, I either like, I like that. I like that. <laughs> Sounds good. A, a lot Sounds of them. <laughs> a lot of them, they just cracked me up because a lot of these questions were, "I'm not happy with the person I'm with. What would you advise here?" A lot of these I kept out. Uh, but just touching on it briefly, you you see people because I know um, you have people all the way from California to Vir- I mean people I know I know there's one guy in California that that's with you another guy I think in Virginia I don't know if he's still with you or not but you have people all over the place. There's, I wish it was a lot. I mean it's, it's it sounds good the way you're saying. I wish there was you know hundreds of people in each location. But yeah, I, I do see a, a handful of people that are outside of kind of the. Tennessee area. Okay, so that's the address. No more, no more texts or emails <laughs> in regards to just just go to revitalhealthclinics.com. Check them out. Uh, you guys know the old dog Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. It's old old dog BJJ at gmail.com. You can go ahead and email me, but email me what is Brandon's contact information. <laughs> yeah, you, can, you, can reach, you can reach out directly to us, and if if uh, if we can figure out a way to 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 um, manage you remotely then then we'll do that um we just need to talk yeah yeah so it's not right for everyone but it can it can be a possibility that's right there's some questions about uh telehealth is is changing and it's a good thing if we can figure it out and we will not just us but everybody doing it but there's some questions about how you need to establish care with a telehealth person okay do you need to see them actually at some point in person and then you can manage them once they're uh, no longer you know in, in your location um, so there's a few gray areas that, okay. that, that we would have to talk about depending upon where the person's at. Okay. Now, and I didn't put this, I, we didn't talk about this beforehand, so this might come out a little bit of left field. I do have one question for you mm-hmm. that um, we didn't discuss beforehand. You know, in my world, it seems like everybody that's interested in hormone replacement are all what do you call them, coach? Athlete? We're not. We're, we're athletes. We're athletes. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just uh, we're not twenty four seven athletes. We're you not know? professional. Athletes. Professional. There you go. That's that's the thing. We're athletes at the end of the day. I mean, we we bleed and sweat on that mat every week, so multiple times. Those are athletes. yeah. I think that's well, fair. Well, if you're did, playing basketball every week, you say you say you're yeah. a basketball athlete. Yeah. We well, just don't get paid for it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I always feel like I'm embellishing. Like, but yeah. I think that's fair, right? Yeah. Athlete. Yeah. I mean, if you're doing it every Dan, week, Danaher describes. His competitors as athletes. Yeah, right? I mean, so so I, I don't how, know what else you would call it. Yeah. So what? Um, what? For me, those are all the people I know that come to see you. But your main group isn't. I mean, I, in my mind, you're seeing a lot of athletes. But that's not. That's, that's not really the case, is it? Probably not. Um, there is a big portion that that I would say is in that I would group into that area where they're 
either an athlete or they're um, working out regularly. So okay. maybe they're not okay. doing basketball or jujitsu, but they're in the gym three, four days a week. I, I'd say that's a good 40, 50% of the people I see are in that, that section. Okay. And then you've got the other, you know, 50, 60% that um, are not super committed to exercise. But that, that's gotta be tough. Yeah. But we're trying to, we try to push them in that direction. I mean, uh, you know, for the, for the men with testosterone, and we've talked about this before, um, just giving a guy testosterone is not going to do it. Um, if he's wanting to see his body change, um, there may be some slight changes if right. he doesn't do anything other than just take testosterone, but um, otherwise he's going to need to actually work out a little bit, get in there and, and do some stuff other than just take testosterone. Gotcha, gotcha. So, yeah. so 40% of your patient population is... Uh, leading an athletic lifestyle. I think that's fair. Okay. Yeah, that's probably about right. A, a significant portion. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Okay. And then, of course, mo- the the majority of people that are going to be listening to this or interested in this are are already going to be in jujitsu. So I mean, it's right. they're, they're yeah. living that type of lifestyle. Have you gotten a sense from the folks that come to see you what you know? Ha- have they ever? Do you get the sense that they've driven by, driven by? driven by and there's been some barrier for them taking that first step with you yeah i think yeah i don't know how much that is though but generally i'll think that if they say oh i've seen your sign a few times actually driving by the location is it like an embarrassment thing that they don't come in or have you have you ever have you gained a sense for what it actually is that i can't tell how much of that it's that's part of it for some guys definitely Okay. And, uh, if, you know, just talking about the men in, in TRT, testosterone replacement therapy, um, I think there's still a stigma involved uh, where the guys immediately think, um, sexual things. Like if, if I'm, if I'm interested in testosterone, that somehow means that my erections are not where they need to be or that, um, my sex drive is low. That, that's, that's a, a misconception. That's not okay. a lot of people will have symptoms of low testosterone. They have no issue at all with their erection. Right. Right. And when I say a lot, I, I don't know, you know, 30, 40%. It's not, it's not a guarantee that because you're, um, because you're, you have low testosterone that you have an erection issue. So I think that keeps some guys from uh, knocking on the door. Oh, got it. Got it. Got I think it, got they, it, got a lot it. of them initially think sexual problems. If you need testosterone, Okay. My, my thought is you're packing on weight around the belly in spite of working out. You come home from work and you don't feel like going to the gym. You don't have, you might be interested in your wife, but maybe not have the energy to put out to actually have, yeah, that, you know, intimate, uh, intimate time with them. I, I don't really think of it as erectile dysfunction. I, I think, think that is something completely different. I, I agree with you. It, I, and I think we touched on that last I time. Think, I think so, the lay yeah. person yeah. kind of, uh, and not to say that in a bad way, but I get the sense that the, the the regular Joe, if they know anything about testosterone, that I would wager they think that 60, 70% of the time if they were to just hear the term. Yeah. Um, so, well, I mean, from being the non-medical guy here at the table, I mean, I always thought, I always associated testosterone with, with muscle as a younger man. It that's was true. always, you know, if I heard any anything about someone taking testosterone um, before I really knew anything about it, it was always like, oh, he's just trying to get jacked. Like that's right. what I yeah, always actually, you're, you're, yeah, that's actually you're right on that. I would say that's probably the number one thing the regular guy thinks, and then second to that may be more of the sexual stuff. Yeah. Well, well, talking about that, you know, I had a competition coming up, and of course, uh, Professor Reggie 
was very close with me in regards to my diet and what to, you know, kind of tracking things. And I, you know, I, I went from, I always say 214, but I was actually started at 220 and a good amount of that was water weight, but it was able to go from there to 200 and nice. lost fat and gained muscle mass. That's, that's, and I have those numbers. Beautiful. I was going to show you those numbers at yeah. some point. On average, what, what, you probably don't have the numbers right in front of you, but on average, for the average guy that's moderately active, like we would say somebody does jujitsu twice a week or they play basketball a couple times a week, what are some of the benefits that they come and say, Brandon, I'm so glad I came to you. These things really improved. Yeah. Um, it's, um, I wish I could give you a straight answer. So it, uh, the age group matters. So oh, what okay. age group are we talking okay. about? Are we talking about somebody in their thirties, forties, fifties, or sixties? Um, if, if all the other things you said hold true, the, the age group, I, I've, I see a difference with the age group and that's probably related to things other than just testosterone. Those other, you know, aging, you know, it does, does cause some problems. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm only, we're only replacing the testosterone with a lot of these guys, um, which is another topic. There's other hormones that can be replaced that can be helpful. But, um, you know, somebody who's in their forties, pretty committed to exercise, like you mentioned, um, normally they're saying that there's, Sleeping better, that's the first initial thing. Energy getting a little better. And this is in the first month or two. Okay. Um, energy improving. Um, sex drive. Uh, assuming their levels were low prior to therapy. Because um, I, I will treat some guys that are low normal. They're actually not low on the lab, but they're on the lower end of normal. Um, but if they're low, almost always libido improves. So their okay. interest in sex yep. is, is higher. Um, and recovery better gaining some strength better. They don't always gain weight in the sense of that they put on a lot of muscle mass. And that's probably because there's some loss of fat and they've gained a little muscle. But mm. um, I tend to see uh, either their weight drop a few pounds or maybe stay the same. What are some of the other things besides the, the testosterone replacement? Um, and I, we've had discussion with uh, thyroid replacement, things like that uh, yeah. offline. Well, what are some of the things that you're doing now that have made a difference? Um, thyroid is, is something that we'll, um, we're doing more of. Um, so similar to the testosterone, if the, if we, if we measure your levels and, and, and this is, this is, um, conventional practice. If the levels are low, yeah, exactly. then, then you replace yeah. it. Um, mm -hmm. and it, you know, it's not quite that simple. You, you, you rule out, you know, is there some other things going on that need to be addressed? But, um, but what's not conventional is if, if they're low normal, um, it, it's frowned upon in conventional medicine to give someone thyroid hormone if their levels are low normal, right? Um, right. Quote unquote normal. Um, probably a longer conversation than we have time to do. But in many cases, in women especially, um, it will be helpful for them. Energy better, mood better. Um, they'll see improvements in their in their weight, so they'll lose a little bit of fat. Right. Um, but. There's things that have to be discussed. There's risks, um, okay. but not the risks that we normally think of. Well, that, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, actually, that was one of our questions. That yeah, we had. it's a good, you want to segue into that? Yeah, sure. Let's, uh, so you kind of answered the question a little bit. Uh, is there any benefit to females being on testosterone, um, libido, energy, et cetera, and what would be the side effects? And are there other hormonal options? Yeah, so uh, for the women, testosterone, absolutely. Um, almost always a good idea to consider if, if the levels are low or low normal. And interestingly enough, and unless this has changed in the past few months, I don't think it has, um, testosterone treatment for women is considered, um, not medically necessary. So insurance will not cover right. it. This is, yeah. Um, so, you know, the person's going to have to pay out of pocket and that comes into, you know, depending upon the type of treatment, the cost is 
um, quite a bit different. So um, oddly enough, uh, injectable testosterone is very cheap. You start getting yeah, it. They want to do the creams. That's but right. You have to go to a compounding agency. That's right. So it's going to be a little more instead of you know a little. It's a yeah. It you know you know better than I do. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it can be you know if you get a, a, a if, if you get a very affordable compounder you know you might spend fifty bucks a month for just testosterone cream but it can get up to a hundred. Yeah. Um. So but testosterone for women is is it, it does all the things that it does to a man. Um. So it can help your energy, help your body composition good for your bones, good for your blood vessels. Some of that's secondary to, to estrogen. So that testosterone is going to turn into estrogen, some of it. And that's a good thing, by the way. We don't want to, we don't want to block that if we can help it. Um, but all those things, skin is, is, is improved. Um, side effects though, for women, um, they're a little more sensitive to androgens, um, cause they're, you know, they're women. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're not just like us. And so oily skin, <clears throat> acne, um, needs to be watched for hair yeah. growth sometimes is, is annoying. Um, None of these things, almost always, these are these are not permanent things. If you catch them, you identify them, you adjust back course. Off. Yeah, you either pull the dose back. And do you think the topicals versus the uh, injectables? I mean, which what is a preferable method? I understand what you're saying, cost wise. Yeah, uh, I go back and forth. Um, the 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 most physiological form of testosterone is 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 a cream. It's something that you're putting on daily. So right. the way the body normally works is for men, anyway. In the morning, you get a little bump in testosterone, and then it—it's—it's it, it's not just that one bump. It's—it's it's moving different throughout the day. But in general, you see higher amounts in the morning, and then they dip as the day goes. Um, you can mimic that with cream. So that's the more physiological way to do it. But it's annoying, and some people don't want to do that every morning. They have to apply it. Um, the injection is convenient most people are okay with doing that every week or two they take an injection and what's their what do you start them at though yeah if it's like a micro dose wouldn't it be if they're well now if weekly if if i'm seeing them ideally they're going to take an injection weekly right there are some people that will do it more often than once a week but in general i would say 90 percent of people will do fine on once a week dosing okay now there may be some reasons to consider more frequent dosing but in my experience it's not a game changer but if somebody wants to do that, we can certainly try it. I just don't think it makes that big of a difference mm-hmm. most of the time. Okay. As far as um, clinically, their response. Okay, um, gotcha. But normally you start off somebody around 160, 180 milligrams weekly. Oh, that's weekly. about the same as a starting dose for a male, right? Oh, I'm sorry, for a woman. You're yeah, talking about for, for a woman. woman. Yeah. Excuse me, I was thinking of a man. So for a woman, normally 10 to 20 milligrams weekly. That's what I thought. A little tiny. You're talking a tiny, Yes, sorry. Tiny, I hope tiny I, let's, let's make sure I don't... I, so women do not start off with 160 <laughs> milligrams weekly. Or you'll be talking like this. Yeah. <laughs> That's the other thing is, you know, you worry about that. You read these things. I'm, I've never seen it personally, but, you know, uh, uh, there's concerns about the voice changing. Um, there's concerns about uh, uh, clitoral enlargement. Right. Um, I, from what I understand and from what I've read and read and see, it, that is very, very rare. I've never seen it. And it's got to be with mass amounts. It's got to be with mass amounts, and it's got to be when you let it just ride. Like right. some, nobody's paying attention to you. You're not being managed and monitored properly. Uh, but if things are going well for the woman and they get a little oily skin, a lot of times that will go away on its own. Um, we can always treat acne if it comes up. If they get a little hair growth, sometimes giving them a little spironolactone will we'll fix uh-huh. that. Um, okay. It's a Joe may know it's a it's a it's yeah. a diuretic, but it has anti-androgenic yeah. properties to it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, women low dose, you know, 10, 20 milligrams weekly. 
Uh, and then you, like like you do with men, you give them a few weeks and then you test them and see where they're at. Okay. And and like, what's the level you're looking for with them? So uh, we like to see it a little, little higher than most people would. So um, uh, you're looking at 30 to, well, I'm sorry, three to four nanograms per deciliter at the end. Well, anywhere in that in that cycle. So okay. often if I'm seeing it near three to four nanograms per deciliter at the end of the week with the woman, um, I'm happy. Okay. Um, okay. But two to four, anywhere in there. And depending upon the lab you're using, sometimes it'll have a slightly different unit of measurement. So you may have to, con- if you're looking at your lab women, you may have to convert the nanograms per deciliter into whatever you're seeing on your lab. Yes. They're not always nanograms per right, deciliter. Right, right, right. Okay. But yeah, anyway, or a total, it, that often will be a total testosterone of <clears throat> two to 400 sometimes. Oh, wow. Yeah, pretty. Okay. Now, women tend to have higher sex hormone binding protein, globulin. Okay. Um, and that's um, another question I think you would, you would ask me about, mm-hmm. kind of the difference between total yeah. and free testosterone. Yeah, we that's talked about that last time. Somewhere, yeah. So well, we, we talked about that last time, Oh, right? we did. Okay. Yeah. Well, so women tend to have... Typically, due to due to um, higher estrogen levels, they tend to have higher sex hormone binding protein, and so uh, 200 um, nanograms per deciliter of testosterone in a woman is quite a bit different than 200 in a guy. A lot of their testosterone is bound up and not mm-hmm. readily available for use. Um, so, there, um, you, you, with the total testosterone, it's you you got to be careful about comparing men and women. The totals. Interesting. Okay. You want to. You really want to look at the free. Okay. Um, and that's the very quick version of that. But in okay. general, you want to. You want to make sure you look at not just the total. Look at the free too. Okay. And do you have a number of women that uh, you take care of we, right now? We started seeing more and more over the past okay. six months to a year. So um, I'd still say it's the ratios probably went from about ninety ten now to maybe seventy thirty. So wow, 30, 30 that's pretty percent, good. Yeah. Twenty to thirty percent women. Okay. That may be embellishing a little bit. I probably closer to twenty twenty five percent. That's um, awesome. So seeing more women, yeah. So it's boosted since November of twenty nineteen. The last time you're on it, this podcast, it, it has. <laughs> it has. Thank, I mean, luckily I wouldn't be sitting here. Um, no, we we um we we just uh, kidding. Yeah, no, it's um it's Ho- hopefully so, some of the listeners have oh there's have no reached doubt out there's no sure. doubt yeah um, that I've talked to quite a few people that um have have been from you guys so. Oh, yeah, awesome. That's, yeah. that's good yeah. to hear. Yeah, that's, that's really awesome. Yeah, that's been great. So yeah, really cool. I just wanted to segue. We had two more questions that were, since we were talk, already talking about injections, mm-hmm. um, I figured we segue into those two and then kind of yeah, get into yeah. the other stuff. Um, the quick easy one, uh, will I build up scar tissue in my butt from continued test Dude, I'm injections? I'm telling you, I got, listen, great, I got some, fun, I, I got some funny ones. I, love I, I left some really funny ones off of this. Oh, you should have put them on there because some of these are really good. That, that, by the way, is a good question. And um, this, the side piece of that too is, are there other safe long-term locations? Oh, yeah. So that yes. goes with yeah. that. Yeah, the quick answer is, 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 um, is yes. If you, you, if, if you poke a hole in your, any muscle weekly for 10 years, you're likely going to have some scar tissue. Yeah. Now, whether or not that will impact, um, <laughs> yeah, um, or impact the effectiveness of the treatment, um, maybe. But uh, you know, I think the second part of that is maybe the better part of the 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 answer to the second part is mm-hmm. is you can you can just avoid IM if you choose, and and I'm a fan of this personally, um, and just go to sub Q. So mm-hmm. poke a hole in your fat, right? 
more than you're doing it in the muscle. And we used to have concerns about it not working as well, and there would be higher conversions into estrogen than if you did it intramuscular. No truth to that. It just doesn't pan out now. So okay. if, um, if scar tissue is a concern, um, and by the way, I've never seen anybody who I, we were like, wow, man, you got a lot of scar tissue there. Like it's not something that you, that you see regularly. But if it's a concern... And I think if you're going to be on long-term replacement therapy, you know, and by that I mean, you know, more than a few years, then, you know, you may want to think about switching to sub-Q injection, which is just a smaller needle. Joe right. knows, but it's, yeah. it's just, mm-hmm. a, just a smaller needle. Um, and it goes under the skin, into the fat, as opposed to in the muscle. Um, and or, and we talked about this earlier, looking at a, a topical. Um, there's creams, gels, and there's also trochies. Um, they're not my favorite uh, trochies for men, um, right. but they can work. Can, can, you, can you explain? What, that's yeah. right. Yeah, they just kind of go up. Yeah. They go up under the tongue. Um, normally, they're actually you can do them either way. I think um, mm-hmm. they go in between your 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 gum, so you're in your okay. your, your gum and your cheek, gotcha. that, that buccal space. Um, but um, yeah, uh, those two options. You know, you're, and now again, that's a daily, daily, and sometimes twice daily. There are some people that recommend creams and trochies. Um, I, and I, I will recommend this uh, sometimes um, twice a day. So okay. you know, you're, you're at least once a day, sometimes twice a day. This is something you're going to have to do if you want to do a, um, a a daily application that involves not poking a hole in your skin. Do I forget to piss sometimes? Right. How so, am I going to do that? <laughs> so yeah. is that dependent on like the dosing, or is that dependent on how your body reacts to uh, breaking that down over time? Or um, you could go. You could start off either way with that. Now, if somebody was on a pretty high dose of injectable testosterone, mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't be super confident that we could switch them to a trochee or a cream and, and, and get similar results. Gotcha. Um, it could be done, but you'd also tell the guy, like, listen, you know, we may waste a few months of your time here um, because we'd have to try a few things, test him. You know, at a certain point, you can only get so much testosterone in a trochee, and so right. you know, now he's having to take three and four trochees at one time. Um, but if it was a high enough dose on the injectable, I would, um, I would be concerned about using a trochee or a, uh, or a topical. And again, the injectable is going to be a, a, it's a cost savings. Yeah. So that's the big thing for a lot of people and convenience too, you know, taking it once a week. Some people do it twice a week. I'm not a big fan of twice a week, but I tried it and I just, I was too, I was too all over the place. Some people to keep yeah. up with. I, I know it sounds that, ridiculous. The other thing too, it? Yeah. Not really. I mean, you're a busy guy. Like I, I but, know but it's, 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 it's it, uh, to me, I mean, twice a week's harder to remember too. I think I, it, it just seems ridiculous that it is. You can't remember to do something twice a week. Are you kidding me? Oh, I see. I, I meant I meant once every two weeks. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, oh, I see oh, what you're saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. vice versa, that 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 holds true too. Sometimes yeah. people. Oh, that's funny because that leads into another question that we had. The, I think uh, on here. Um, yeah, it's right here. So this is one. This is like one of those that um, I get this, and I'm like, dude, why don't you just just. Take her. You listen, obviously listen to the podcast. Just give Brennan a call. Mm-hmm. But the, you're yeah. the urologist one. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I'll read it. Uh, so my uh, my urologist has me taking my testosterone once every two weeks. I have talked to other people on TRT, and they are prescribed weekly injections. I used to be on it once a month, and the twice a month has been a change over the past few months. I feel great for the first four to five days, but then really drop off. As a side note, my original use was for. Ooh, orchiectomy several years ago. Testicular cancer, probably. Is is that why my injections are less frequent? Um, 
That's a mouthful. He's asking. Know. He's asking why they're less. Are they yeah. Less? So so why is he only getting his injection once every two weeks? Does it have something to do with the cause for him being on? And really, do you no. need to be on testosterone if you have a if you've had a unilateral orchiectomy? You still have another test. Well, I'm making an assumption. Maybe That's you right. Had a bilateral. That's right. So you know. Holy crap! I didn't. The whole time I never thought about that. Yeah. If it's both, then you, you, you're gonna have to have it. Um, if it's one, you know, uh, they. It, goes, it depends on who you talk to. You know, uh, the urologist will tell you like that if we take one testicle, the other one will kind of pick up the the slack. Um, that's that, what a, that's what a nephrologist would tell you about kidney, right? Um, and, and and that may be true. I, honestly, I, I don't know I, what I I do think the odds are going to be higher that you're going to end up having an issue if you take one of your half your factory out. If you're having to put more stress on the remaining testicle then over time i think that there could likely have a problem but so assuming he's had both removed then he'll definitely need testosterone um but the the twice a week um i'm sorry once every two weeks is pretty common i'd say it's more common with um outside of quote-unquote trt clinics Uh, um so primary care docs urology um and sometimes you'll see it once a month, which is a travesty. That sounds like you're going to have now. This that actually happened to a buddy of mine. He's a former um, former Navy SEAL. I think he. I think you're. I think he follows you. Oh wow! Um, I'll mention his name off. Yeah, actually, he wouldn't give a shit if I said his name on, but just just for privacy. I, I, there's sake. something about Navy's. Like I'll watch these documentaries, and I'm like, <laughs> I, you know, there's. There, I'm like, I mean, these Navy SEAL yeah, guys. He's just, a badass. They're, they're they're special guys. Yeah, man. he's a nutcase. Like watching the buds training, I'm yeah. like, you yeah, know, yeah, I think yeah. I could survive that for like maybe 30 minutes to an hour. Oh, this guy could. But, so he used to, when we would train for fights, he would swim the length of the pool and back and like do, do it a couple times. Oh, and guys. I couldn't even go. He was just a nutcase. That's insane. Yeah. But, um, I'm glad he, we got him on our team. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> he, sure. When he first saw you, he was seeing his primary care physician and they were doing once a week and once a month injections. And I was trying to explain to him, dude, you're crashing. This is terrible. Like you're probably doing more harm than you are good. Yeah. And it was like, I think it was like a 200 milligram once a month. Which is even, which is really pretty low for once a month. Yeah, I, I, I would, I would, I would, um, I would argue that, um, that that he may be doing more harm than good. Because yeah. as you're saying, you're within the other thing with injections that people may not understand is when you get an injection, it's not like the testosterone stays constant for that whole time. Right. There, there's a peak and a trough, and so you know, about typically 12 to 36 hours after you take an injection, you'll reach a peak, and then it just slowly falls until you get your next injection. So the guy that's doing it once a month, 200 is pretty low. I've seen 400 once a month, 300 to 400 once a month quite a few times. Um, yeah, you that, that first week, your levels are pretty dang good. But uh-huh, uh-huh. by the time you get to the third and fourth week, they're almost non-existent. So right. the half-life on that medication is typically about a week. So and, every and, seven days, half is, in theory, leave, has left the body. And it takes about three to four half-lives for something to be insignificant at yeah. that point. Yeah, that's right. That's right. First order kinetics. Yeah. Um, so um, let's see. What's another good segue that we're into this one now? Did we talk about? Yeah, that? we did. What's the difference between total and free testosterone? Yeah. We hit that one. Did I answer the the last question about so the um, the every? I think maybe the problem he could be having oh, is yeah. Did he say he's feeling worse since he switched to every two weeks? 
No, he just says that he's dropping off. After about five days, yeah, he, he feels great for the first four to five days and then really drops off. Yeah, when I first hear that, my initial thought is, let's get some lab testing and see where he's at at the end of his cycle. Yeah. And then he probably just needs either a dose increase or he just needs to switch Frequency to weekly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just just switch to weekly. Okay. I don't think that would be the next segue. Oh, yeah. Injections, AM versus PM. Any benefit? Um... Look, not that I know of. Okay. Um, so right. that's the, that's the question. I, I mean, I thought it was an interesting question. You did mention the cream is probably more beneficial during the morning. I, I, that's what I was going to say. Is that actually I, I recommend if you're if you're um, doing an injection of a testosterone that you you do it in the morning. You know, the more we try to mimic the way the body normally works, I think probably the better. Um, okay. Now there may be some benefits to doing it at night that I'm not aware of. But, but you're saying the peak. Will be about twelve hours later, right? Good point. So if you do it at night, your that, peak will probably be in the morning. That's, that's actually a good point. So, in th- in that scenario, there may maybe it makes sense to maybe do it at night. Um, yeah, I, okay. my first thought is 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 take it in the morning, but uh, we got to, 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 to your point. Yeah, some of these are some. Okay, I got to tell you one that I left off the sheet here. Mm-hmm. So this guy said, um, I don't know, if it was his fiance or or if it was his wife? I can't. So he's worried about climaxing in. Oh, it was a girlfriend. Yes, it was a okay. girlfriend. So she wanted him to come off of the testosterone mm. because she's afraid that when he climaxes in her, her testosterone's going up. And now she's saying she's growing facial hair because of him. I, it, <laughs> that's that one off the list. That, that is, is actually very, and I've actually, that, that's not the first time I've heard that, that question. Get out of here. I've heard it before. I mean, you got to realize where I came from, um, which is a bigger, um, you know, bigger operation. Um, we would see a lot of people every day, right? So like uh, for people that don't know, Testosterone therapy has gotten very popular over the past five to 10 years. Um, competitions in, increasing. And so there's a lot of people doing it. My point is, is that in some of these bigger operations, you'll see 50 to hundred people per day. That's right. I forgot how so, busy your prior location yeah, and was. If you're, huh? And if you're open five to six days a week, you end up seeing a lot you're of people. You're cycling a lot yeah, of so you see a lot through. of you see a lot of people. At a certain point, it, the, it becomes difficult to maintain good quality, which, you know, in fairness, that's when typically, you know, you'll bring on a second provider. Sure. Um, but I, I've heard that before. Um she doesn't need to worry about that. Okay. Um, I, I, she does not. I don't okay. think there's no, there's no evidence that I know of that says she can, she's going to absorb. That one was just, I, I, I don't know if there's any meaningful, I'm trying to think how this could even happen, but any meaningful amount of testosterone in semen or in the ejaculatory. I think it's a mix up of what things represent. Yeah. You know, semen is nothing but fat. It's a transporting mechanism. Yeah, there's some sperm in there. Sperm protein. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's some uh, the, the seminal there's vesicles. There's no in it. Prostate. Make a little juice. Yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> make a little juice. Yeah. There's a little juice in there. <laughs> That's my favorite soundbite so far. <laughs> just make a little juice. Um, which, you know, which some guys will notice if they just take testosterone therapy alone. Um, and it seems to be, I'm, I'm biased because most of the people I see are on injectable. So 75% of the people that I deal with are on injectable testosterone. But some guys will definitely notice a, a decrease in the volume of ejaculate when they're, you know, having sex with their with their partner. Yeah, right? yeah. There's a consistency difference. I remember back in the day with a with a with a testosterone called uh, um, Sustanon. Mm. Sustanon was a, it's kind of a mix blend. Yeah, right? you know yeah. that one. Okay, because yeah. I, I think it was Sustanon is like black market because it's not made by an American company, right? I think you're right. I think it's I think it's um, it, maybe it was, but no longer. And it, those blends are odd to me. Yeah, um, the, the guys would get huge, and it was a big one in Mexico because it already came pre 
in a pre-syringe. So I'd have friends who were like, dude! And I I didn't know. I just figured this out. They were like, dude, I'm shooting out chunks. I'm like, wow. Oh, it's got to be the the, the cystinon, right? Interesting. Probably is the testosterone. There's a lot less less stimulation now that they're on. You know, once you're on testosterone, you, you... your brain stops sending signals down to those areas. Ah. So, yeah, like if you measure a guy's, we, we touched on this briefly, I think the last time. If you check a guy who's on therapy, mm-hmm. um, is LH and FSH, yep. which are pituitary hormones, they should be non-detectable if he's currently on therapy. Uh-huh. Um, and so your genital areas are no longer receiving some of those signals, um, not just the testicles, but the prostate, the seminal vesicles. So it's it's not uncommon for things to thicken up a little bit. Okay. Um, but you can always, you know, this is they they call it polypharmacy, kind of taking one thing to to fix another medication that you're taking. But <laughs> um, we do do it. Um, in this case, if, if it's bothersome enough, you can give the guy a medication called HCG. Yep. And yeah. that'll that'll stimulate that those those organs again, and things should. Go back to normal. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, what we detect in the, the pregnancy. Yes, yeah. yep. you know what? I listened to the podcast that we did just the other day, and I remember yeah. that same, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Well, that, this is good because when we're talking about polypharmacy or one thing um, counteracting another thing, um, this is a this actually comes from a friend, um, and his situation is he he kind of let me just make sure I check it off. So this is question number one there, Coach. Um, gotcha. So basically, what his situation is this is a guy that. You know, he takes finasteride for hair loss. Yeah, I actually did a little. I had to, I had to go back and dig into some books on this one because yeah. um, I get this question uh, not a ton, but I've had it a few times. And well, so. we, we were talking. He said so. This 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 first one here was not emailed to me. This was a personal conversation. Okay. I had. And um, he, uh, it's not a jujitsu guy or anything. It's just a family friend. Um, he's actually very very successful in the social media world, mm. and um, so the way he looks and everything, it's it's pretty important. Yeah. And uh, he started finasteride. He's done some other therapies. Obviously, I'm not going to say his name here. Um, he's done the injections. And his hair looks... I never thought ever think it looked bad. He always wore a hat, you know? Right. Um, but he's happy with it now. I know his wife is happy with it now. And we had to talk about testosterone. Um, and he came up with this question. He said his urologist told him it would counteract... It's a good... It's a good... It's a great... Is there any proof to that? Um, the quick answer is, is yes. Um, so... Uh, that's the quick answer. Now you're going to have to be bored to death. So, <laughs> so, so, so um, for we, we kind of have to talk about what the medication. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Do, you, I don't you, care. you may want to yeah. edit all this out. No, later. no, no. Somebody doesn't want to listen. Is there, there's uh, okay, there's a little okay. thing that says 15 seconds or 30 seconds, and they can just okay, tap it. Okay. It's fine. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So uh, let, let's 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 presume a few things. One that he actually is taking for, that he actually has. They call it uh, androgenic alopecia. Yep. Um, by the way, not everybody. Balding due to yeah, male high, pattern. Yeah, male pattern balding. Uh, but, but you know, not everybody. Um, not everybody who's who's balding necessarily has th- that issue. So there's a. You, it appears you need to have a genetic predisposition for that to really play a big part. Okay. So there's you. Point being, you can have high DHT and high testosterone levels and not lose hair. So you need to have a predisposition for that. I don't know. I don't know any way to measure for that. It's it's all, you know, it's all clinical diagnosis. Like for women, you basically would check their androgen levels, testosterone, DHEA, 
And if they're high and they're losing hair, then you say, okay, yeah, that, they, they've got, you know, uh, the woman's version of this, same, same thing. Um, but let's just assume that, that he does, in fact, have the genetic predisposition. Um, if he was to start taking testosterone, it, it, it is going to, he's taking finasteride to lower his DHT levels. Right. Okay. Right. So testosterone converts into one of two ways. Either it converts into estradiol or it converts into DHT. DHT is testosterone's kind of bigger, stronger brother. And um, there's an enzyme that does that conversion. Finasteride blocks part of some of that enzyme from working, right? So if he takes testosterone, his DHT levels are going to increase some. Now, the way he's taking it will matter. So if he's doing an injection, you tend to get less conversion into DHT than if you're doing topical. Okay, got it. The enzyme that converts testosterone into DHT, they're found um, more heavily in certain areas. So, and there's two different types of, of, of five alpha reductase enzymes, but um, there's some on the skin. So, if you're doing a topical, you tend to see higher DHT levels. So, he would want to avoid topical. Um, and how much of a counteraction is kind of another question. So, the, if he really needed testosterone therapy, the best thing to do would be to actually measure him baseline, see okay. where his DHT levels are, and then start testosterone therapy, remeasure DHT levels, see if they've went up considerably. Okay. They may not. If if he if he's on an injection, they may not go up. But he stays while he's on the finasteride. Just stays on that. Yeah, just yeah, stay on that. Okay. And and if it see and if it goes up considerably, then he's going to have to either consider reducing or adjusting testosterone medication, or it was me and he's responded fine to one milligram already maybe we give him one and a half milligram of the finasteride of the finasteride yeah okay so but the quick answer is yes it's it it, it's it's going to um it's it's going to kind of it's going to be counterproductive to what he's trying to do if he doesn't do some other things with it does that make sense yeah no that's perfect it checks out yeah yeah, yeah, that's why i told him just just to talk to you (laughs) um and if anybody has any questions about dht is i always think of george the animal steel Oh yeah, George. Who? George the animal steel. Who's that? Do we need to have? We need to have a monitor in here. So we there's do. There's things that we need. There, there are things. So he was a wrestler that was bald, but he was just. Now what? What era is this? I was around for like Hulk Hogan and WWE. Was, yeah. That was his time. I don't yeah. remember this guy. This was the heyday. The gold. Would you just call it the golden Ultimate era? Warrior? Uh, it's no, he was be a era. little before. Now Ultimate Warrior came so out. That was kind of my when yeah, I started seeing. He might have been. No, he was right about that same time, maybe a couple yeah. years earlier. You For got sure. a good picture there? Oh, yeah. I've got the perfect George picture. George the Animal Steel. Wow. That's what I think of when I think of DHT. Wow. Hair all over the body, none on the head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? You brought up a great point that I wanted to um, mention is is that what's really interesting about um, um, hair, um, you can fall asleep now if you're listening, <laughs> 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 about hair, hair follicles is depending upon where they're at on the body, they respond differently to androgens. So That's like crazy. Isn't that weird? Yeah. So if it's on the top of your head, um, that hair will actually, if you have a predisposition, will actually start to, to, to miniaturize or thin yeah. when exposed to DHT. If you hair on your chest will get thicker and face will go will grow. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Ni- 1984, Hulk Hogan, George oh, Animal Steel. Title match. That's probably the problem. That yeah. I was a few years, so I was I was uh, uh, was I one or I was 
depends on when this was, but I was about one year old in in eighty. Yeah, and this, yeah, maybe uh, George was he was still around later on, but he was never like a title okay. type. Because I've never, yeah. I, honestly, I've, I've never seen. I don't remember him at all. He, yeah. he was always yeah. in there. I think he ended up being like a trainer on the back end. I mean, I grew up watching yeah. profes- prof- blah, 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 professional wrestling up until like early two thousand. Where you grew up in North Carolina, right? Uh, Tennessee, North Carolina, yeah. South Carolina. Yeah, <laughs> the Southeast. I was yeah, born and raised in the. Really, South. It's big here. Yeah, man. people yeah. love their pro wrestling. Oh, is it not is it not a big deal? Because uh, not so much. Okay, I don't know. It's okay. kind of like when you say football in Alabama, it just makes yeah, sense. You say yeah. pro wrestling in the southeast, it just makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That's, you got um, that's true. That's a good. Point. Yeah, I can tell you, not so much. It's, I mean, it's, you have your fans. I, I think but. it is. It, you're, that's probably right. It's probably the biggest in this area, right? Yeah. Wouldn't you say? I couldn't tell South. you anything about it today. Yeah, but, I don't know. I mean, early two, but before the early two thousands. I mean, granted, I was a kid then. I'm, I'm the youngest one here at the table. So it's that, uh, what was that? The the Attitude Era, I guess, is what they had when there was like oh, Shawn that. Michaels, Triple H. Oh that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I whole, that, that part yes. I was not. That that yeah. was the big part for me. Sting. Yes. Um, I remember you know, those He guys. was when from actually really from the time I was born to. I mean, he's still doing it. I think yeah, I think he crazy. makes appearances or whatnot. Okay, but uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I well, put it this way: down thing. in California, we had the WWF. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. what it was back then. Yeah. Yep. But you guys really down here knew all the different leagues. Oh, WCW, WWF. Uh, right. There was what were the old? What was the Memphis? Uh... <laughs> Memphis, Memphis. Yeah. League? Well, so I that's where Jerry did. Lawler's from. Or no? Oh. He, yeah, he's from Memphis. Oh, that's um, a classic. Him and uh, Kaufman is. That's yeah. a Classic. Yeah, yeah, Andy uh, Kaufman. Yes. Yeah, that God, was that was hilarious. interesting. Um, Oh, yeah. we had Glow too when Glow was on for a little bit on the Fox network, I think. Oh, Glow yeah. So, on. yeah, I didn't actually watch. I don't know if that was before me. That might have been before. So, because Netflix has the Glow series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I started but it's watching it. based that off was... of a real show. And right. I think it was on. It might not have been on Fox. I might be getting that confused. But that's yeah. the guy that you think. <clears throat> I could see so, why yeah. you. Yeah. Were... So, yeah. I, DHT, I think of George the Animal Steel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's pull away from wrestling. Anyway, moving on. Back to, back to stuff people So, um, getting, getting on to one of our questions here. This one uh, Are there dietary changes I can make? To naturally increase my testosterone before making a jump. I, I kind of paraphrase that. This is a guy that is, um, feels he's a little too young for testosterone, but still has all the symptoms um, that he feels like maybe he could benefit from it. Mm. I think he has a bad, just from the vibe of the email, it sounded like he kind of still had this bad, um, this sense that it's a dirty drug. And But his question is a valid question. Are there things he can do dietary-wise? Let's say you have a person that, that has symptoms. They don't. They need their insurance to pay for this. They don't necessarily qualify. Are there dietary things? I mean, you read a lot about how to boost your testosterone naturally. Yeah. The first thing that comes to my, my head is that it's a hogwash. I don't know how much truth there is to it. Is it a significant amount of increase? It's kind of like when they talk about oat milk lowering your cholesterol. By three to four points, that's within the error of the freaking <laughs> yeah. test. Yeah, that which is what we, we were hitting on this a little earlier that it, for the average person it's so difficult to tell what's significant and what's not i mean they they throw numbers at you all the time in the in the mass media you know 20 percent reduction in you know heart disease risk or you know and, and and the absolute values are nothing like i lowered my cholesterol four points maybe if it's mm-hmm. there, there's that error time. please read how to lie with statistics it's a classic <laughs> yeah. book is that um, i haven't read, read that's that sounds perfect though oh yeah it's it's a, it, it is a must read if you go into medical school that's if more people read how to lie with statistics they could have be such a they would have a Better consumers. Uh, yeah, they would be better consumers. They'd have a better idea of when politicians answer questions, yeah. when scientists answer questions. It is, it's a very old book. 
Mm-hmm. It's, it's one of the classics. It's back there with how to win friends and influence people. I oh, really do yeah. think it's that old. Holds true to even um, today, though. Yeah, it, it, exactly. It does. And um, it is a must-read when you talk about this. But going back yeah, on, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry to go on that. No, same. no, I just, no. I just um, have to plug that book in when I get yeah, a chance. Yeah, no, that's... Um, so, the... the um, okay, so there's a few things. One is, um, you know, everybody's an individual. So, let, let, let's just say... One of the first things you'd want to do if if you're talking to this guy is to make sure he's not like taking a medication that is really lowering his testosterone level. So, oh, okay. Because then I would argue either he needs to try to get off the medication or he does need treatment even if he's 25. So, okay, gotcha. Pain medication is a classic one. If you're on long-term pain meds, so opioid pain meds, um, then your testosterone levels you have a high likelihood of having low testosterone levels. Really? Yeah, absolutely. So, or this is less common um, because I'm sure you know that the, the pain opioid epidemic is, is, is so huge now. Um, but less common is um, um, uh, prednisone type meds, so glucocorticoid sure, type meds. Sure, sure, Any of those long term, and by long term I mean more than a few months. Yeah. Um, well, that's the first question I get when I have when I have somebody like a friend or training partner that has asthma or, or even a really bad injury where I'm like, you know, what, we we got to do we, we got to go on steroids for this. And I mean an injury in, as far as like maybe like a tendonitis, like an overuse injury, um, because I, I always say if I was if I was stranded on an island and I could only pick three medications, I would have two pounds of prednisone with me, mm. just because it's one it's it's <laughs> one, I mean that, that's one of the medications I would take with me if I was stranded on an island because it has so many purposes. Yeah. Um, but a lot of them because they have a bodybuilding background, the first question they ask me is how much is this going to affect my testosterone? Mm-hmm. Well, if you're on testosterone replacement, you're good to go. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you're already taking it. But the bottom line is you don't want to be on this medication long term. End of story. And if you're not on testosterone, one one burst is not going to lower your testosterone. Right, right. Long term though, it's it's you know, and, and listen, and, and there's there's outliers. So like, it doesn't mean it's a guarantee. But you know, the odds are pretty high. Like if I, I would almost say seventy five percent of the time, if you're taking you know pain medication for more than three four months, um, I, I would I I would wager heavily that you're going to test low when I test you. Interesting. Um, yeah, okay. and, and I, you know, that's a guess seventy five percent of the time. But so that's one thing is 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 he taking a medication that's lowering it? Let's just assume that he's not taking any medications. Um, then you know, how heavy are you? Do, if you've got a significant amount of, of fat to lose, uh, that alone could be a game changer. So okay, um, there you can pull these up um, online. But there's there's studies where they you know take a morbidly obese individuals, give them gastric bypass. They lose, you know, 70, 80 pounds and their testosterone levels go from, from very low to, to very normal again. Wow. So if you've got a lot of fat to lose, yes. So dietary changes, you know, you, you would, the quick answer is you would need to clean up your diet. If you're, if you've gained a lot of fat, you need to get rid of refined carbs, added sugars, eat a lot of vegetables, um, some exercise. Food is probably the number one thing. I mean, you can lose weight without exercising. It, it, it's, it's very common. Um, but, but yeah, um, you, yes, it could, you could improve it with losing fat would be the number one thing. If, if you're, if you've got enough pounds to lose now, if you've only got, you know, if you lose five or 10 pounds of fat, you're not going to see a huge change in your testosterone level. Um, but you know, more than 30, 40 pounds, um, you could, you could see some big changes and hopefully those would, would correlate with how you're feeling. So meaning that 
if your testosterone levels were to go up, you'd actually start feeling better as well. Sure, sure, sure. So, and it's got to be hard to haul all that weight around. Yeah. I look at these morbidly obese folks, and I just don't know how they even walk from point A to point B without being exhausted. Yeah. yeah oh, for how sure. How could you not? It, it's, it's another reason why you don't, um, at least I don't see, I, I don't see a lot of 70-year-old morbidly obese people. They don't, they don't live. They don't live. Yeah. They don't live. Yeah. It's, yeah. so you know, it's, so next time you take a look, see how many guys are over, over six foot two that are in their eighties. Well, that doesn't sound too good to me because I don't see a lot of them, and I'm about I six know. foot three. I know, man, it sucks. <sighs> what it is sucks. that about? Dang it! All right, it's, really it's almost like big dogs. Uh, man, I was gonna say the same thing. I, I didn't want to say because it sounded I've seen a lot of people die. I've seen a lot of people die. I've seen a lot of old people. Yeah, I'm glad it came out of your mouth. Yeah. I feel yeah. like it would have sounded weird coming out of my no, mouth. You've got a great no, 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 no. So I can give you some. I don't see a lot of tall people. They're eighty. So there's a few things about the end of death, the death. So um, you see constantly big people in their 50s and 60s go, whether that's tall what do you mean big? Okay, or, yeah. or barrel chested. A barrel okay. chest to me, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, enjoy your life, buddy. Just Because just you got until you're 50 or 60. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating, I got you. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I'm exaggerating. Yeah. Um, other interesting end of life thing, lucky you two got daughters. Because oh. they're the only ones with you at the end. Yeah. Boys, they're yeah. off on their own, man. Oh, they sweet. got their own shit they're taking care of. Okay, yeah. well, the good is that I've got, I do yeah. have a daughter. Yeah. And again, yeah. I'm talking in general. Gen- I got you. I'm yeah, talking yeah, yeah, in general. Yeah. Yes, for yeah. all you sons out there that are great sons, he's not you yeah. know, bashing yeah. on And them. then, of course, females. I take care of more females in their 80s and 90s than I do men. Yeah. Sure. I very rarely, I very rarely ever see a man in his 90s. Yeah. If I see age mm. 90, female. Age 92, female. Now, who wants to live that long? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you do, maybe, maybe you don't. What, what, Helio Gracie, 94? 97? I don't remember. He's I, up there. Yeah, he was up there. I can't remember off the top of my head, to be honest. So if you're active and doing things and spending time with your grandkids, great. Yeah. But most people, no. I don't know how the hell I got on that. You want to hit the next question? It was about, <laughs> it was about diet. Right? Yeah, yeah. Anyway. I was going to segue into another diet question that the, you, you the, hit on. The, the tea booster thing, uh, too, you touched on that. Um, my general is... I'm generally in line with, with Dr. Joe, where at, most of the time I think it's kind of a waste of money. There may be some that, that have some impact, um, mm-hmm. but y- you've got to be ready to, to waste a little money and time. And if you really want to know, you, you need to get some testing pre and post supplement too. Right. So, you know, the, how low are you? You know, some of those may increase you, you know, 100, 200 points. Um, maybe that's enough to make you actually feel better. Maybe it's not. But in general, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the testosterone boosters if you're clinically low. Right. Gotcha. Um, well, no one tell Eli that acai does not t- boost your testosterone. <laughs> he thinks that acai boosts his testosterone. Eat it up, man. Like, <laughs> Eat all that acai. Rolled, Dad. Just had some, I just <laughs> had some acai. You know, the, uh, listen, the, the mind is a powerful thing. If, if you believe it, he probably performs better with it. Oh, he it, does. Placebo. He's like, he's like, oh, no, how much time we got to do jujitsu? I got, I, got, I swear <laughs> to God, he does this. He goes, how much time we got? 30 minutes? Kind of get, how many bowls we got left? Because we buy these pre-done bowls that are the... the Zamazon. The, no, no, they're different. Oh, they're not the Amazon brand. They're unsweetened. They come from yeah. Costco, but they're unsweetened. Oh, yeah, I thought I thought those were the Zambazon. Is it not the Zambazon? No, these are oh. they're, they're like some generic. I saw brand. Them, I saw them there. I just but they have their own fruit in it. Yeah, we add some protein granola on it. Mm-hmm. He okay. can't do almond butter because of his allergy, but we yeah. do a little peanut butter on it, a little honey, mm-hmm. a local honey, gotcha. and uh, mm. maybe some banana. And he just thinks that he's going to be the next Leandro Lowe. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. It's Power crazy. of suggestion it is, is so very, very funny. huge. That's yeah. so interesting. You That's could awesome. do a whole show on that. There's yeah. so much good stuff out there on that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So you want to... Books and books. Uh, yeah, so just uh, staying on the... Um, 
uh, the food part of this, uh, or I guess the dietary part, I was told that I have to watch my cholesterol intake while on TRT because testosterone will naturally increase my cholesterol. Any truth to this? Um, what, um, what type of testosterone? So the, 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 you don't really see them anymore, but there's oral testosterones and they're not actually, it's not just testosterone. They're like synthetic versions of testosterone, but the oral ones, um, can cause significant changes in some of your lipid parameters. So like, uh, drops in HDL, significant drops, uh, HDL, which is your quote unquote, good cholesterol, um, increases in, in total and LDL. But if we're talking about the most common is testosterone cypionate an injection. Um, the quick answer is, um, you're not going to see any significant changes. And it's, it's, it's actually not even the endocrine society doesn't even recommend that you follow the cholesterol levels, um, for, for people on testosterone therapy. So, um, and I'm going to have to go back and tell, I know why it goes up because when guys are on testosterone and they're working out and they're doing their thing, they go, Shit, I can eat anything. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> and so they're eating fried chicken and right. hush puppies. And, <laughs> and they're babies. like, God damn it, look at me. I still got a six pack. Yeah. I think that's what happened. That that's probably a big part of it. But but uh, the, the you know, for, for non oral testosterone or non oral androgen, you know, meds, um, if it's a topical testosterone like you would get from the pharmacy or a compounding pharmacy or an injection, um, you're not going to see any significant changes. Mm-hmm. You 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 may see um, some small changes, um, and so it's probably just again, it's just a good idea. Like when you're whoever's seeing you, just to make sure that you know you maybe get a baseline. Depending upon if they if they're already on therapy, then you may have to try to go back and get labs. But just keep an eye on things. You know, once a year, check a lipid panel. Yeah. Um, if it if it looks like it's you know gotten out of whack at the onset of giving somebody some testosterone, then maybe you need to you know alter the course a little bit, or you know. It's ideal, obviously, you know, to find what's causing something. But, you know, in some cases, you're not real sure, and you actually just treat it. You just you, you give them yeah. niacin to try to increase their HDL. Or, oh, that's um, hard. But um, <laughs> yeah, you can flush. You can get a little red and flush. But. I guess just generally stay away from complex carbohydrates, like crappy carbohydrates and bad oils. I and just in general, just stay away from it. I, so. I think if you, if if we Why could all, look at me, <laughs> I, I, I have I, I'm, I have trouble too. But um, yeah, if you could, if we could try to you know eat more real foods, we'd we'd probably avoid a lot of I've, I've, a lot I've, of I've done I did so great with this like five six week camp that we went on that I'm so afraid to have that Chick Fil A sandwich because oh, I know it's all Chick Fil A. It's all downhill yeah. after that, Dude, man. It is. It is. I don't know what they. Then do I'm back stuff. to fried food every goddamn day. The Lord's chicken is the gateway to hell. That's. <laughs> <laughs> is that a quote? <laughs> I just quoted that. That's good. I, I literally, I literally <laughs> just came up with that right now. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I, I call it the Lord's chicken all the time. The Lord's because chicken they're, they're is not the a gateway to oh, hell. Oh, Chick Fil A is called Chick-fil-A. the Lord. Yeah, I, I call it the Lord's Chicken because it's they're not open on Sunday. That's right. Yeah. So it's they're a mainly Christian they, they establishment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is fine. I mean, that's cool. I'll eat, I eat there all the time. Yeah. I don't care what their views are. Yeah. Like, the I would love. If, listen, if the is, chicken's delicious, you, you know, I, yeah, I agree with you. Like, yeah. either I like your product, <laughs> yeah. or I don't like your product. That's a very political podcast. This could turn into. Yeah, so yeah, don't yeah, do yeah. not write us no, about I, that. I, I we don't care. About, no, no, no. I just thought about Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I thought I liked chicken because it was delicious. Yeah. Well, you know, if I would love to do a survey. With let's just second graders <clears throat> take a whole group of second graders, yeah, and you say, Okay, guys, the, here's the list we got Subway, McDonald's, Taco Bell, Chick fil A. Hmm. Which of these is the overall healthiest place, fast food place to oh. eat? 
Yeah. I guarantee you they would pick Chick-fil-A. And they, really, there's no... I mean, you're eating deep-fried chicken and french fries. Yeah. You think they would pick Chick-fil-A? I do. I think they Second would pick grade. it over... I think they would pick it over Subway, I think. And I could be wrong. It'd be interesting. I know who's to say a subway is not any worse than the other ones because of all the bread, but I'm just saying generally speaking, let's put, uh, no, no, let's put chick, chicken salad chick. Well, we can even pick a healthy place. Sure. Uh, like a, a one that we wouldn't, is there a healthy place? Is there That's a healthy thing, fast food? It's all fast food. food. Like it's yeah. different than, I mean, it's all processed, right? You got to pick right. the right stuff, I guess, wherever you're going. But, but Chick-fil-A has that aura of it that kids just feel it's healthy. Yeah, I think you and parents buy it. You know, like, oh, we'll go to Chick Fil A tonight. Seven yeah. dollars. It's, it's just marketing. That's yeah, all. It is. It's, it's just, just marketing. Hey, we gotta go off marketing. on another tangent. Yeah, no, no, no. that's fine. The, 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 the good thing about and you know with any, um, I, I think the, the thing that Chick Fil A has going for it, like, it, they just have a good product. Like, you you can you can it, it's you, awesome if you if you've got a good product and you've also got great marketing. Like, there's the, there's nothing in the world that's going to stop you. Yeah. Um, if they just got a good product, I don't know what and, they do to the chickens. Everyone's nice when you go there. That they're my pleasure. I don't know. <laughs> That's all you hear. That's we all could you hear. probably. It's my it, I would be very interested to find out a little more detail about how they do their, um, ha- their training. Yes, I have. I've I've never had a bad experience at Chick Fil A. I am a Chick Fil A Red member. Ooh, which means I have spent way too much money at Chick Fil A. So, because <laughs> you get points. A right? friend of mine that. does that, and he got like. Like he he went and he got, got like a car, yeah, <laughs> like a yeah, hundred right? ice cream cones. He gave away one day because he got no these way. Yeah. I mean, I got to do this. Yeah, I can go get a free sandwich right now. Oh man, I want a sandwich so bad. Yeah. Um, I like their spicy chicken. So I'm gonna can they are they gonna pay us anything? <laughs> <for all this? laughs> okay, this is the last thing so I'm gonna say about Chick Fil A, real quick. This is okay. the last thing because you said spicy chicken sandwich. It's not on the menu with cheese. I want oh, whoa, whoa, cheese. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Not on the menu. It's not on the menu. Really? When you drive up, this is this particular combo is not on the menu, okay. but. Most people just grab whatever's on the menu, but tell them you want in the morning, you want a spicy chicken biscuit with egg and cheese on it. It's not listed there as a as a thing. That sounds incredible. I I normally get a spicy chicken biscuit and a a wrap, a a chicken burrito. Okay, they have that salsa that they give you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is good. Yeah. Okay. Spicy chicken. But I haven't eaten lunch yet, so I'm probably But I have looked into their marketing. I really have. (laughs) Yeah. Because um, when I took our our very first trip to Mexico, so years ago, this was years ago, I was graduating from from residency. And Amy said, listen, this has been a really long ride for you. I want you to finally go to Thailand to train. Okay. I thought you were going to say she took you to (laughs) (laughs) Chick-fil-A. Like, you had a... This is your gift. <laughs> so, um, so uh, I looked into it, and the trip really, besides the airfare, was incredibly cheap. Really, had a camp I was going to train at. Had the whole thing. We saved up some money, and a good friend of mine who now is opening up. Um, he, he's a very well-known trainer. He's a commentator, Primo Bella Rosa. Love you, Primo. He said to me, "He goes, why do you want to go to Thailand?" He's like, "You just train with me." And, and I'm like, well, my thing was you bend it. So you've already done it. Yeah. It's an experience, right? I mean, it's an experience, <clears throat> but he's just like, no, don't waste the money, man. Just come stay with me for a week. You know, we would get to train. I'd never been able to train with him for a long. It always been short spurts. And so kind of got that in my head and I was starting to get not as excited. And I said, you know, he's got a good point. The best trainers are here. I get to spend time with him and you know, really what would I gain from it? I'd go there without my family. So we ended up taking a trip to Mexico instead. Gotcha. Hmm. This was the first. Is this where he's at? No, we just, just, I just said, nope, we're just, let me take the family. We're going to go to Mexico. When we were there, we were at AM Resorts, a place called Dreams. And this was in uh, Maya Rivera. And everyone there, guess what they said to you? 
My pleasure. My pleasure. Yeah. I love that. So this is before I ever went to a Chick-fil-A. Interesting. Mm. Chick-fil-A's hadn't opened up at this time. Mm. My pleasure, my pleasure. I get back to the States and I you just get these disgruntled, just yeah. You yeah. Know, the first place I go to eat afterwards, I'm like, I miss Mexico. When Chick-fil-A opened up and I heard that it's my pleasure, I said, Oh, they, they spent time in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> they were they were at dreams. They right. did something because that that amount of um just I've always thought it was funny, and I tell this to people in the ER. So you get upset when we have people come in because they're here for non-emergent reasons. But has anybody ever showed up at a McDonald's and the, and the person behind the counter says, "Dude, you're too fat. Get out of here." No, right. no. They're like, "Yeah." Well, well, Chick Fil A took it to a whole nother level. Instead of just not disrespecting the person, they took it to another <laughs> level. They were like, "Thank you for coming." Yes. And it works. It works great. There's you. You. you I think you. Hit the I feel happy when I drive through. I, that, there was a. There was a. Yeah. You know. There's always. Um. You know. When there's a need for something, and the per, first person to kind of first person to market capitalizes. But there was a. I don't know if if they identified it. I also wonder what they pay the people too, because what was going on, I think, for a while was every time you, not every time, but enough times where if you went to a fast food restaurant, you would get. You know, I've got a, a an eighteen year old son. No offense against teenagers. You get some angry teenager who yeah. wouldn't want to look at you or was rude, and so then Chick Fil A or somebody comes and it's like, yeah, not only are we just not, we're not only not just we're not not going to be rude, we're going to be like over the top, and nice. we're going to go yeah. out of our way to, to make sure everything's right. Well, I've heard, they, I've heard some stories behind that, but I don't know how they find such good with, talent. Well, I think they, 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 they pay they better in the church. They do pay better. They do pay better. And they, they must, pay, and they have scholarship opportunities. Yeah, I think they Correct. must. Weed. And you get written up if you don't smile. I was going to say, I think they may have a process where they weed the bad ones yep. out before they ever get to market. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah for uh, sure. Okay, so that that yeah. must be it then. Yeah. So the next episode, so old dog, we're going to talk about Burger King. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'll be a short episode. <laughs> yeah, I remember um, the last time I ate a Burger King? Oh, I, I, I'll get a Whopper every blue moon. Did you ever hear the story about when we were in a hurry and I told the kids we're stopping at Taco Bell and uh-uh. Eli straight up said, he straight up said, if you take a, if you take us to Taco Bell, I am telling mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's the ultimate kid nuke he was, right there. We are going to Cali Burrito, Dad. He's like, I don't mean to try to like be like the boss. But we're going to Cali Burrito because mom is going to be really mad when she heard you took us to Taco Bell. I love love that. I'm like, son, I love you. You know you're spoiled, right? (laughs) That's what I tell my kids. I'm like, my daughter's like, you know, she wants to go to uh, um, Starbucks and get some kind of fancy coffee. I'm like, I I love you, but know that that you're spoiled. That coffee costs, that coffee is more than what somebody makes an hour. (laughs) I just want you to I just want to give you when you move out you will not be buying these coffees on your own I I just want them to know like listen I I love you to death but you're a little spoiled I I feel like I'm on the wrong path already my daughter she'll be fourth end of the year it's it's the Izzy's you know what Izzy drinks are yeah 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 so there's just like sparkling juice drink essentially. Yeah. Okay. Um, Maybe it's it's my alternative to cokes, so I have to have something carbonated. That's just kind of my thing. But long story short, at dinner I I made the mistake of letting her try one one time. And then so now uh, it's, Dad, can I have an Izzy? Mm-hmm. No, you can't have an Izzy. And then it's like next night, can I have an Izzy? And it's like, all right, you can have some of this one. And then now it's like this thing now where it's like, she wants an Izzy. And I'm like, Izzy's lead to Starbucks. Like, <laughs> it's not good. It's a gateway. <laughs> it is, man. So, <laughs> so anyway. t- talking about brands and um, different types of drinks and things, um, this was, I, I felt like I could somewhat answer this, um, but I definitely wanted to keep it. And then I thought, started thinking about it, and I, and I thought, well, maybe what I've heard in the past isn't true, and it had to do with the brands. 
of te- so the the predominant form of testosterone when we're talking testosterone replacement um, from here across the United States it is pretty much testosterone supinate, correct? That, that's that's my understanding in the U.S. Right. In the U.S. Yes. Now, but there are several companies that make testosterone. Mm-hmm. And um, I have to agree, when I go to pick up mine, there's different bottles, different brands. Is there any difference between the company? Because I've heard some places brag about they use one particular type, and that type is yeah. more consistent. Yeah, I've heard that too. Um, so the I'll, I'll keep the, the, the routine of, I'll give you a quick answer first, and then a sure. long drawn sure. answer. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. the quick answer is I don't think there's any difference Okay, most of the time. It, the the generics, so these um, these companies, if they're making testosterone sipionate, um, you know, they have to have it within a certain, like when they do these batch tests, they have to be within a certain amount of, you know, milligrams per ml. So if it's a 200 milligram per ml bottle of testosterone, it, it's got to be somewhere close to that. Now, I think the generics may, and you may know this, um, may have a little more leeway than the brands as far as how much deviation they can have. But if you're talking five or 10 milligrams, um, so that would be my, the only thing that I would assume that could possibly be at, be at play is the, the concentration may be off on some of the, but to an insignificant amount. Yeah. But so much, so where it, so little, so where it, it, it should be a non-factor. So my, my quick, my first thought is, and I've heard people say that by the way, and, and there's people that will swear by it, that as soon as they switched from one brand, um, to another, that they noticed a difference, um, it's possible, but I, okay. I normally don't read too much into that. Okay. Um, yeah, and, that, and that's what I thought, too. I've heard people brag, like, our place uses this, um, but I don't think there's any legitimacy to it with the amount of oversight. that. Now, the amount that comes in your vial might be a little different. Yeah, I could see that. Because there's always a little extra. Do you know there's a little extra even in opiates? Really? So if you give somebody a milligram, let's say you give, uh, there's a two milligram vial of Dilaudid, and so the patient gets two milligrams. There's a little left over in there. It always scares me because I'm like that could be all the nerd. All the nerd. Very all the nurses easily. know that. I'm sure. Well, or or, or ER docs. When everybody, yeah, yeah. you got to worry about the, you know. Now, Dilaudid. Well, you know, I didn't know it until I gave somebody. That's a an shot injectable, of, um, right? I mean, yeah, you can't I, I, I did some swallow uh, it. No, you cannot. Okay. No. Um, I gave somebody a Kenalog injection, and um, I'm you know, and I usually use one milligram of Kenalog and like a milligram of like a long acting. Lidocaine. This is for like a joint injection. Like, um, so this is something nurses can't do because we don't normally drop meds. Okay. And I and I asked our doctor of pharmacy. Will the mid levels do that, or only the doctors? If they're trained to do okay. interarticular injections, okay. yeah. So if I have somebody like a really bad lay, a real bad knee, it's completely flared up. I'll do a Kenalog injection for them, um, as long as they haven't had one in the last six months. I didn't know if it's something you like that you guys are like. I really don't want to do that. Let's get somebody else to do it. Or if you're bored, you're like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the most people aren't trained in doing it, um, or they were, but they don't feel comfortable doing it any longer. They really should. I mean, interarticular injection is not that tough. Everyone's done them. Yeah. Um, it, sometimes it's laziness. It's okay. just like, okay, so you go see an ortho doctor. Here's here's some pain pills until you can see. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I noticed that there's a little bit left. I asked Chris, and he's like, yeah, everything from any injectable is going to have a little leftover. Um, Chris is our doctor of pharmacy that we work with okay. that, I, that I'm probably the closest with now that our other one had left. Um, and he's, he's very insightful. I'd actually like to have him on the that show. That makes sometime. sense though. I mean, but yeah, he's like every single vial will have a little bit of extra left over. And then I asked him, I said, genetic generics different. He's like, yeah, everyone's going to be a little different on how much they leave over. Okay. But there'll always be a little extra left over. Yeah. My, my initial take is that, that there's, I don't think there's a big difference that my personal opinion. Okay. Yeah. 
I don't know of any. I haven't seen anything that says like that that they've found that one type is going to be considerably different than another. Um, so, all right. Great. Well, that covers it for our questions. I think we had all the big ones, including yeah. the one I left off about the climax and his girlfriend. Right. Yeah. So. Just a very very interesting <laughs> question. You know, keep them coming. I'll, I'll take. I'll take I'm, any and all. So uh, again, if if somebody wants to make contact with you, we'd be looking at uh, revitalhealthclinics.com. Yeah. And is there a link on the website for an email that they can just email there is, you right there's there? A, there's email on there, um, and you can also um, set up an appointment online if you choose to. But okay. a lot of people will either just call the number or they'll send me an email. And and, I, and you once you go to the website, it'll you know you have a contact tab. Okay. All that's there. And um, you take a number of different insurances. Yeah, all the major insurances we take. Um, we don't currently take um, Medicaid, so TenCare we don't take, but all the private payers we're in network with. Okay. Um, and we have, you know, uh, affordable self-pay rates, too, for people that either don't have insurance or don't want to use insurance. So, But, yeah, um, all the insurances, all the major ones we take. Okay, awesome. Awesome. Cool. So, Coach, we're at about an hour. I know you got to pick your kids up here pretty soon. Yeah. Anything you have to add? You had some, You had a bunch of questions that we didn't get to. So uh, last time, our, for our last time, did we kind of cover those? At this I think point? so. Yeah, because I had that. I had that pulled up to uh, just my last uh, sheet that we had talked about, um, or that I had questions for, and I feel like we've kind of hit everything um, that was on there. Okay. Yeah. Well, with sure. that, I only got one final question for Brandon: Is what what do we got to do to get you into the jujitsu? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, every once in a while, I get a I get a, a wild hair. I'm like, yeah, I think I'd like to get my butt kicked today, but. Um, I don't. I don't know. I need to just get out there and, and yeah. do it. Because you're close to the Murfreesboro location. Yeah, we um, live in Nolensville, so it's you know right next to Smyrna. So okay. I could. I just. You, you said there's somewhere in Murfreesboro. Is that what you're? Yeah, yeah. Murfreesboro. Yeah. We have a pl- okay. we have a place in Murph. Well, our professor is part owner of a gym out in Murfreesboro. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's actually the guy I started with is out there. Okay, yeah, so. it's a good group. Yeah. Um, there is another gym that will be. How remember the old location that you were at um, in Brentwood? Yeah. Okay, there's a guy I know opening up a gym there, which is going to be good, and I, I think that's going to be pretty close Maryland to Maryland Farms area. Yes. Okay. So how you're not that far away from there, right? Well, where I'm at now, it's it's um, in Nolensville. It's a yeah, it's about a twenty. Oh really? Drive. Oh okay, okay. That's yeah. a little bit longer than I was. Thinking. It may be about the same. Um, Murfreesboro may be a little closer, but but Sp- yeah, I Spring need Hill to... is probably a drive for you to come out to see us. Yeah, that I'd have to I'd have to map map quest it, but yeah, um, I, I I need to. I just you know, part of me is like I don't really want to get my butt kicked, but um, but the more I hear you guys talk about it, it sounds like such a, um, there's a lot of other benefits to it other than just exercise. Oh, so it's huge. Mentally. Cathartic, I guess is the word. Yeah. Is that right? Is that the word? Yeah, I'm cathartic. Or, yeah. I say that. I may have said it wrong too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I need to, I need to make it happen. My wife would probably try to kick me out the door if, if she could, but <laughs> I like to. Well, I'm, come I'm join, a, come join us. Yeah. Well, and having Where a video game at? background. Um, cause you enjoy video games quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. like the older video games. Um, you know, super Nintendo stuff. Okay. But you were playing some first person shooter games, weren't you at some point? Or was that your son? I think my son, I, I tried uh, to get okay. involved with him okay. a little bit on that, but, um, I used to be so good at, uh, I don't know if it's my first impression is that I just, I would have to commit some time to get good again. But you know, when you play with, you know, your son and they've been playing for, Oh man, they just kick your butt. It's not fun. It's the same thing that, you know, I I don't really like losing at anything in particular, but anytime you get into something new, there's that learning curve there. So like, you know, knowing that if I go do jujitsu, 
like I'm, I'm gonna suck for a while it's like eh, i don't know if i really want to do that but. <laughs> everyone does and you yes. know even when you're good you still feel like you suck really you do i mean because it's it's just one of those things where there's there's always someone better you there's always a bad day there's always it is it is the it is the constant what would you call it the constant like humbling is that am i using the word oh humbling? yeah for sure that that, that is attractive exp- actually on one hand it's unattractive on the other hand it's attractive it's 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 twofold on the on the humbling thing because it's you need that from time to time yeah um, yeah you but do. then it's always not the when it happens it's not so much fun so um, but even when you walk away even at, even after getting destroyed being able to know <laughs> that you're going to get better and you're going to obtain that it's just a matter of time that you'll be in that but you still walk away feeling amazing i don't know what the, i think the two things that have um that every this is generally and i wonder if this is like like this for other non-jujitsu people when they think about it either if i'm watching ufc stuff mm-hmm. i think like yeah, maybe i want to you know learn some of that stuff um or if i'm thinking some of this could be applicable like in a real life event mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. in jujitsu from what i can tell it's it's a lot of close quarters grappling right yep a lot of fights do end up on the ground, but not always. Um, so, it, you know, those are two things where, uh, you know, when I'm watching stuff, I'm like, yeah, I need to, that'd be good to learn some of that. I watched uh, the clips of that last fight with uh, Khabib. Khabib and, yeah. uh, and I, I don't know a ton about it, but I'm a huge fan of, uh, of Gagey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I said it right? Yeah, Justin Gagey. Yeah, Yeah, he's it. But, but I watched the, what finished him off and I'm like, he made that, I don't know as a novice, like that looked, very easy what he did he's very skilled don't don't but, don't yeah, get that confused yeah, yeah, yeah. With, i think that's i think that's the thing because he yeah. made it look so and i'm like this guy's an, a, another great professional like did he knowingly leave himself open like that for that choke or so is it uh, is he just that good yeah, i'll which, touch which on this real quick uh dc so daniel cormier uh you know who he is yes, right yes. okay so daniel cormier is really good friends with khabib they train together yeah, i heard him that. thank him after the fight yep yep yeah. so um uh, Khabib told DC after the fight, he said that he didn't want to hurt Justin in front of his parents. And by hurt him, he didn't want to physically like do more damage than necessary. Mm, um, interesting. So he was going to put Justin in an arm bar. I saw him try that. It didn't look like he was able to get it done. So, And that's the thing. I mean, that's funny that you, you see it that way as well. Um, well, the, the, the bell rung, right? I mean, that was what stopped the... No. Or, or was he able to get out of it before the... So, so he said he didn't want to hurt him because he heard the talk from Justin on the build-up to the fight. Justin said he would not tap, right? That he was going to die on the mats trying to beat Khabib. So Khabib says that he didn't want to hurt him in front of his parents. So instead of putting the arm bar on and snapping his arm because he said he wouldn't tap, he decided that he would just put him to sleep instead. That's what Khabib said. That's what so, he said after the fight? That Yeah, that's what he had yeah. told. Because how cool would that be if he had actually said that like on the record before the fight and then it... Exactly, it, not, yeah. Not that he's he seems like an honest guy to me. I'm sure he's probably telling the truth. I mean, that's the thing. You never know. I mean, he seems like a like a humble guy yeah, sometimes. It seems like he, um, uh, from what I can gather... Um, that there was a, which I appreciated. There wasn't this like a uh, big buildup of animosity between the two. Like mm-hmm. when him and um, McGregor. McGregor. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's really, if, didn't you, like if, each other. if you look at the choke that he did to McGregor, it really wasn't a choke. It was like a neck crank. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. So instead of slipping <laughs> the arm underneath the jaw to attack the carotids to help put him to sleep by restricting the blood flow to the brain. So it's not necessarily stopping the airflow. It's no, so we, we misname it. So anyway, I shouldn't say misname it. 
The nomenclature that we use in jujitsu does not coincide with that that we use in the medical world. That's all I can tell yeah. you. Okay. Just like when you say when you say narcotic in the medical world, I know what you mean, but I could be an asshole and go, "What do you mean?" Right. What do you mean by narcotic? Because it's not like like there's no actual. That's a medical definition. term. Well, that's a medical term. I mean, that's a, that's a legal term. Okay. Okay. Because I'm not exactly sure what a narcotic, a narcotic is. All kinds of controlled substances. I don't know what the fuck a, you're talking yeah. about. I mean, I can be a real dick if I want yes, to. Yes, sure. yes. Um, but it's an opiate. So it's the same thing. So we use the term choke in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Um, there are a few people out there in Brazilian jiu-jitsu that refuse to use that term because they fail to understand that our nomenclature is not that of the anatomical and medical nomenclature. It, it really is a strangle. When you choke, you choke on a piece of chicken. Yeah. You choke on a foreign object. Okay. Choke is an obstruction of your airway. Right. That's okay. Yeah. Asphyxiation. Well, let's just get into strangling. We won't <laughs> yeah, get into yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we, there are some people that are very adamant that they do not call things chokes in jujitsu. What they do they call, call them? It? Strangles. Oh. Now we are not a part of that. I don't nope, adopt not a part that. of that movement. No, I, I don't because because okay. we, we understand what it is. But when you're talking to people, when we say I, choke, I love that in every field there there's there's these whether it's political right. or in in sports, there's always these like opposing. I just love it. Yeah. I, 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 and, there's a line in the sand everywhere you go. I love it. Yeah. I, I love it when, it's, I can, I can, when it's civil. Yeah. Like I like you know you don't if I if I if I if I don't want to call it a choke, like I don't think either one of you like want to beat somebody over the head because of that. But yeah. You're like. You're an no, asshole. we can we can yeah. argue about it all day, and, and it's fun. And I, I love semantics. Yeah, yeah. It's I, I just I I love it. I love it when people say the person doesn't have a temperature. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> I do this all the time with my wife. Hmm. They don't have a temperature. No, you mean they don't have a fever? Yeah. Oh, Everyone okay. has a temperature. Oh yeah, you've heard it before, right? Uh, so, <laughs> I don't know what you so, mean. So so you know you get a presentation and you know it's like oh yeah well why do you want to send a patient home? Well, a patient doesn't have a temperature. Uh, sorry, sorry, Doctor Spinell, uh, fever. Patient doesn't have a fever. Uh, they look non-toxic, and they don't have a white count. No, they they have a white count. Let's back. They, they they have a white count. They don't have a leukocytosis. You mean they don't have an elevated white count? So I love semantics. Yeah. You know, vital signs are stable. Are they really? Hmm. Will it be stable? You have to have two sets. How many sets do we have? Right. You mean the vital signs are reassuring? Yeah. Right now they're normal. Oh, what's well, normal? So we talk about chokes and then, let me watch so, out with these lambs. Yeah. <laughs> so the idea of a choke, yeah. So an idea of a normal jujitsu choke or strangle, as Danaher would insist that we say it, yeah. um, is obstruction to blood flow to the brain that causes the person to pass out. So even when I think strangle, I, for some reason I automatically think cutting off their air. Yeah. So, but, but maybe not. I don't yeah. know. Again, we could, we could again we could get down say asphyxiation if we needed to. But but, but the but the point of that when in 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 jujitsu or I guess in any kind of physical combat, um, it, you're trying to cut off the blood flow to knock them out. Right. To have them yeah. pass out. Not to have them pass out because of airway. Because imagine how long it takes somebody to pass out because of an airway problem. Mm. It takes a long yeah. time. They yeah. struggle. They don't go out. Yeah, it takes a long time to get hypoxic enough where you pass out from an airway obstruction. Right. You're getting a blood flow obstruction. Can you close? Can you turn somebody's lights off with just one side of the carotid? If they have an obstruction on the other side, yes. So if we're talking about an 80-year-old guy with atherosclerosis and he has a really bad carotid artery you on can the right, you can, sleep. yeah. And we've, we've heard about that with guys shaving and okay. they, or turning their neck one way and passing out. But adjusting gauge, you're going to have to close off both. Both of them, both, correct. For sure. What he did okay. against Connor, he didn't do that. He just put his arm across the jawline and twisted his neck 
and kept twisting his neck. Which is do, which does what? Just that's trying to just break painful. his head That's off. just painful. <laughs> that's really all it is, trying to yeah. break the jaw break or the jaw, snap break the his yeah. neck. I mean, that's... Yeah, totally different. Options. He needed that because he didn't like... Did he tap on that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Multiple yeah. times. And then people <laughs> people talk crap about McGregor. Like, oh, you tapped him? I'm like, dude... And, 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 and you have to watch the film because then the, the ref, Herb Dean, had to actually strip Khabib's arms off. Yeah. So, so for somebody who actually knows the the, the sport, that, that that was actually very clearly, um, I don't like you. Yes. yes. Very clearly. You All don't right. do that to somebody if you, or you're you're maybe you're young and don't know the difference. Okay. But a seasoned veteran did that because he doesn't like. That's him. called a yeah. neck crank. Neck crank. Yeah. It's okay. a little different there. Yeah. yeah, it could be. I don't know, man. At the, but so those are scenarios where I'm like, man, I'd like to learn some of that stuff. Like yeah. it, it, being being on your back. I've told other people this. Like is like the worst fear of mine. Like it, it, probably before you ever introduce you. Like if you're wrestling around with your friends and you're young, somebody mounts you. That's to me a scary position to be in. But jujitsu yeah. guys, some of them look very comfortable on their that's, back. That's yeah. my favorite place. Honestly, that, that scares me to death. I love being. There's, there's certain positions that I love, and it's to counterintuitive. Work from off of my it seems like you want to actually hold, grab somebody, and keep them close. Just it, it's it's initially counterintuitive, I think, to the average Joe. The coolest feeling is taking a guy that I, I walk around 175 when I was competing as a 155, but at 175 pounds, taking a guy that's 240, wow. that comes on top of you, and just to just simply sweep, we call it sweeping, where I'm on bottom and end up on top. It's just the coolest feeling in the world just to go, oh, that was easy. Yeah, I can't imagine how you even do that. Because those are scenarios where I think a lot of people like myself are like, yeah, maybe I need to give that a try. So to, to wrap up, I'll say this. People used, you know, they still ask me like to describe jujitsu. I always used to say, it's, oh, it's therapy. It's therapy. And that's very subjective, right? Mm-hmm. Your, your idea of therapy and your, it's all different. <clears throat> the way I could describe it best is it's a logic puzzle that has feelings, right? Because as... Joe was saying a second ago, you know, it's even if you're on top, if you're one of the top dogs, you still have bad days, right? Because you still come in with all of your problems or whatever's on your mind, or you just don't feel good or whatever it is. So it's a living, breathing logic puzzle that you have to solve every time you get on the mats. And that changes while you're solving it. Yes. That's the other part of it. Yeah. I could see that could get, that could get fun. If you, if you like like a Rubik's cube that when you move, it shifts depending on what your move was. Yeah. So you're like, oh, I can solve it in this pattern. You move, God damn it. Yeah. Shift to something I can else. see how that could be actually pretty pretty attractive, especially... Well, uh, that's why so many nerds are into it. Yeah. We have more comic book nerds you know what? That's a good, on the mats that's than we do. That because yeah. I think I've, I've noticed that, I don't think I realized it, but um, it's one of those sports where it seems like there's a greater influx and, and it, use the term nerd, whatever, but I don't know, People that like video games and books or comics seem to get Nerd into more of that than they, than they go. Yes. Than, as Nerd assassins. Assassin. Then they do. Uh, then they do. You know, join the the local men's basketball club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it is. It's definitely. A, I've always said the martial arts are an area for the outcasts that want to learn how to defend themselves. That changed a little bit with the advent of MMA. Um, and that's had to have been a huge boon for any. Oh, sure, arts. sure. Yeah, probably especially jujitsu. Oh, you say? Uh, primarily jujitsu. Yes. I think primarily jujitsu. And now it's kind of even transitioning to mixed martial arts having their own gyms, and now jujitsu really having everyone else. So, yeah. um, it's funny. There's a there's a show that's on Netflix right now called uh, The Queen's Gambit. I'm, that's I'm, really funny that y'all almost you started that watching it. We watched the first it. episode. It's really good. I'm hooked already. It, it is, dude. We, I, I was up all night watching it, huh. and it, all I can think about is this is jujitsu. Yeah, 
And I almost mentioned it when we talked about the power of suggestion, you know, because at at the beginning she's taking those pills and she has to have those pills. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, I'm not going to get into that. Oh, it gets bad, dude. You got to keep watching. Yeah. Oh, trust me. We're hooked already. But so good. The Queen's Gambit. Yeah. Last question, though, is is when you're you're rolling around with somebody, is the the ultimate goal is to, to... Submit them, right? I mean, that's yeah, how you yeah. win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Chokes. Uh, Even uh, within practice, I mean. Yeah. Okay. When, when when coach and I we, when we go, it's, it's who gets who gets a tap first, you know. And it's not uh-huh. a. Again, we've talked about this on the podcast. It's not a, an ego like oh who got it first kind of thing. It's but just, that's the uh, way you win the game. Though. That's Somebody that's has uh, to yep. Tap. Game over. Yeah. Restart the game, and you just play another round. That's the equivalent of someone being pinned in wrestling. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sumo being pushed out of the ring, or <clears throat> in, in, in in judo maybe doing a full throw. And in practice, probably very very clear. I can feel you tapping me. Oh yeah. And then I stop. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you can't tap with your hands, you tap with your foot. If you can't tap with your foot, you yell. If you can't yell, you are in a pretzel. <laughs> you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I guess if you, if I feel if I feel the other person's body go limp, we're done. Yes. Yeah. 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 And you're, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you're absolute, like H. You said I could fight next week. I mean, I didn't really get hurt. I got choked out. I thought that was yeah. so interesting. These, yeah. you know, it's a different different. If you're not in that, it's a different breed. It's like, yeah, he's like, you know, I actually, I'm glad I got, you know. This is not getting getting knocked out, or I'm sorry, choked, choked out. Yeah, is uh is like the best way I guess to lose as far as Obviously. damage to your body. Yeah, yeah just quick makes nap. sense. I guess. Yeah. 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 Hopefully, only lose a few brown brain cells and six really, eight weeks you're back at. I it. was really hoping um, yeah. Gagey would 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 be. I, I'm a big fan of his. Yeah, I, I like both of them. That's it was a a real interesting conflict. Yeah, so. for sure. Well, guys, thanks. Um, thanks for listening. Brandon, thanks for spending the time kind Anytime. of answering these questions. I appreciate and, it, guys. Uh, yeah. You know, um, please, guys, if you have any questions, you have the contact info. Give them a, give them a, a visit at revitalhealthclinics.com. Um, Coach, anything to add before we close up? Yes, you can sir. go get your kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening and keep training. Thanks.